0: 12 to 1 on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Time to feature Tipling Club, voted number 27 on Asia's 50 Best Bars for 2022, an establishment that continues to pair its award-winning cuisine with world-class cocktails, pushing the extremes of ingredients and textures to create an ever-evolving dining experience. Joining us on the show is Arathon Gray's head bartender at Tipling Club. Arathon, welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you, Adrian? Yeah, really good, man.
0: Like, we have met a couple of times. I think the first time I met you was at this event, Asia's 50 Best Bars, out in Bangkok. And, you know, a lot has changed over the last few months. Let's get straight into it. You first developed an interest in bartending while traveling around Europe in 2017. Now, talk us through that experience. What was it like?
1: Yes, so uh, actually I actually bought a one-way ticket and I was backpacking around Europe, uh, covering about 20 cities and five countries in just over a month. Did couch surfing at the start, but mostly I stayed at hostels for the rest of my trip. Uh, some of the travelers that I met there, they were also working at hostels that they stayed at and they liked working behind a reception or at a hostel bar. Uh, this allowed them to stay for free and get some free meals, and explore the city while they're not working. So I really liked the idea to being of being able to see see the world and work sort of at the same time. And I knew bartending is kind of a, like an international language that would enable me to do so. So I was not very familiar with anything related to bartending at Back then, uh, I was quite... Uh, I'm not very... I'm not into the scene and, at all. I didn't really drink much myself. But it's just that ambition alone was enough for me to start learning the basics and working the bar when I returned to Singapore.
0: Yeah, very interesting experience in Europe. What are some of the countries that you visited? And I guess what was your biggest highlight for being there?
1: I've been to five countries, uh, started in Scotland, and then England, France, Spain, and Portugal last, before coming back home. I really loved Spain and Portugal. Uh, one of the, my favorite cities in Spain was this uh, Basque part of the country called uh, San Sebastian. And uh, yes, apparently it's one of the highest population or highest concentration of michelin star restaurants in that small town. And I mean, I after I knew that San Sebastian was so famous in terms of food but back then I was just like there eating like tapas small meals every day because I was on a budget and then I did my first taste of surfing over there so it's like I went for a lesson for about two hours and then every other every day after that I just took a board out uh, rented a wetsuit and just surfed on my own I managed to do like managed to stand on the boat on the board a few times so that was kind of cool and quite liberating as well. It's just nice to see, like, all the kids outside, you know, so far out into the water and then just having a good time. And then it's not something you see here in Singapore every day. So it's quite a quite a sight and quite an experience.
0: Yeah, and doing a solo trip like that, I mean, what an yeah. experience for you at that age as well. But also, I think, uh, you know, i going to put you on the spot. What was one cocktail that really, you know, stood out to you that made you think, okay, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life?
1: One cocktail, it wasn't a cocktail per se. It was just... The idea of having or being able to work overseas and travel at the same time so it's like i wanted to pick up the basics so that i can do this traveling on a budget backpacking and working in a hostel bar or working in a hotel bars and then allowed me to see the city and if you do put in some hours you get like sort of free accommodation and maybe some free meals as well which is definitely easy on the pocket so that was something i wanted to do it's not exactly a cocktail it's just you know there's bars everywhere all around the world so being in a bar or learning basics of the bartending would be beneficial if I want to do that.
0: Currently employed by Tipling Club, but that wasn't your first destination when it came to, of course, starting up your career. Before joining Tipling, you were actually at Loof. What was your biggest takeaway from that experience? Is there something that really helped you in make that transition to get to Tipling?
1: Well, Loof was well uh, really was a perfect place for me to start learning because it was such a high-volume bar and... It being a part of the low and Behold group also, it's uh, like kind of like a forefront of top hospitality. Working in a high volume bar, you have like hundreds of people that's ordering drinks like pretty much nonstop. We had a happy hour that went on from like five to eight o'clock and it was just like you have to work fast, you have to work smart. Working at Loof really taught me how to work with speed and uh, the hospitality aspect of it. There's not much service in terms of uh, bartenders to the customers because we are pretty much working as a dispense bar. But every now and then we do have guests sitting at a bar and I always enjoyed like being at the second station of loose bar where I'll be interacting a lot more with the guests and really it's just Something that I really enjoyed, like right from then, talking to people, meeting new people, finding new regulars, and you know, just having a good time. And every now and then, also we do have uh, like a hands night parties where a group of girls will hang out together and have drinks. And then we would invite them behind the bar and also get them to make their own cocktail shots. So I will be the one like hosting them, teaching them, uh, especially the bride to be, to just measure out everything, make their own shot and then uh, pour shots for everybody and for herself. It was very fun and interesting, and I really enjoyed the experience. And Loaf holds a very close place in my heart. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it because it was like open-air kind of a setting, and I enjoyed sweating just a little bit here and there. It's not very professional-looking, I guess, but I mean, I just enjoyed it because it looks a a lot more casual, it's a lot more fun, and the people I, I work with there are really nice, and until now, we still keep in touch. It's great.
0: Yeah, so your time at Loof, of course, shaped you up to be the person you are today. And that, of course, takes me to Tipling Club, which you joined in 2020. What did it mean to you, on a personal note, to join Tipling? You know, of course, owned by the chef Ryan Clift. It's a brand of modern gastronomy. It's fun, playful, fresh. It continues to pair its award-winning cuisine with world-class cocktails. So what did it mean to you?
1: It was definitely uh, intimidating, but eye-opening at, at the same time. I knew it would be great for me because it's uh, such a privilege to work with Chef Ryan eh? and one of the world's best restaurants and bars with Ayo there and Andy as well. So it's like really the great minds of the industry. And I had to catch up a lot to speed with the ingredients, the terminology, the techniques used. So it was quite jarring at the start. Because I felt like I was so lost. But yeah, it's definitely been a great learning journey so far.
0: Yeah, it certainly has an offer. You were telling me about the staff meals. You even got to, you know, try your hands under the guidance, of course, of the kitchen staff. What was that experience like, you know, cooking for the team there, but also having some of the delicious staff meals? I mean, that certainly also played a part in you joining Tipling.
1: Yeah, the staff meals is something that we look forward to most days. Uh, some days is good. Some days they are great. Some of the more memorable ones that we've had over the years is uh, like chicken and waffles. I definitely love that. we got like sometimes we've got pasta. We've got soup noodles. We've got like paella just the other day and what i did for my staff meal back then i did like a katsu like a katsu it's like a, the omelette with like a breaded chicken with chopped onions and then served over rice and a bit of soy sauce so i, I really enjoyed that meal and i wanted to try that in a for a staff meal as well so uh, i had the old chef teach me how to do it as well and then the second dish that i did was a uh, salted egg fish it was like just coated with a bit of breadcrumbs, a bit of chilli party, a bit of curry leaves, then a bit of fish, and then just did that with a bit of uh, like bok choy and some rice on the side. So it's delicious.
0: I'm sure your girlfriend is very impressed by your culinary <laughs> skills since working at Tipling as well.
1: Yeah, I hope. I hope she's impressed.
0: <laughs> you briefly mentioned, uh, you know, what it's like to work under the icon Ryan Clift. What's probably one of the, uh, the biggest takeaways you've taken away from working under him so far?
1: Oh, Chef Ryan, he's one of the realest persons out there. Maybe it's just the English way of life. Like, you know, he's English and they tell you straight if you screwed up, but he also commends you if you did well. He's undoubtedly a respected figure in the restaurant industry. The Pink Club just celebrated his 14th birthday and it's a major testament in itself, right? So he's a genius and a scientist as well with the food and drinks. That's, and it's exciting for me to discover new recipes and techniques from him every day as well.
0: Yeah, I once got to go there for lunch. I mean, I've, of course, I've gone to the bar, but the food that's prepared under his leadership is just continues to amaze customers every time they go back. We're in conversation with Arathon Gray, head bartender at Tippling Club, voted number twenty-seven on Asia's fifty best bars for twenty twenty-two, an establishment that continues to pair its award-winning cuisine with world-class cocktails pushing the extremes of ingredients and textures to create an ever-evolving dining experience fast forward to bangkok 2022 ages 50 best bars i did mention number 27 you were there representing a tippling club what did it mean to you because of course that was when andy was still there the former head bartender and ryan was back in singapore what was the whole experience like to, you know, rub shoulders with some of the greatest in the industry across Asia.
1: It was truly amazing. Like I'm still very much a nobody in the industry, but uh working my way up to build relationships and network just like everybody else in the industry. But I guess it's one of the beauties of the bar industry, right? It's sort of large and small at the same time. In some sense it feels like family the bars have become like homes and every now and then you know people do go around and visit and they have gatherings and you most likely bump into some people you know so it's kind of nice you know like you're never really alone wherever you go so it's very nice and a nice feeling and then there are also of course so many influential people in the industry all of their own specialties I'm also looking up to them for like advice and inspirations The great thing is everybody is open to share little tips and tricks that they've discovered as well. So it's a a great community, the bar industry.
0: Yeah, one of the best cocktail scenes in the world. I mean, Singapore just continues to push the boundaries just like Tipling Club. So when Chef Ryan had that conversation with you and said, Arathorn, you're going to be the next head bartender at Tipling Club, of course, taking over from Andy. How did you react? I mean, were you in shock?
1: Yes, definitely. I um, mean, you know, I was just blown away that he even considered me for the role. I had to think about it over a few days before I decided to take it. And it's just quite a bit of pressure, not going to lie. The legacy of the play club has always been burning really bright. And I feel pressure about keeping your fire going. It's very, very large shoes to fill, but I'm determined to make it work.
0: Yeah, and you're doing a fantastic job. I mean, you've been on the job just a few months now, but this rise... In two years, you went from just a bartender to now head bartender and, of course, now number 27 on Asia's 50 Best Bars. But how is the new role treating you? I mean, there's a lot of learning, but how are you handling the responsibility?
1: Of course, intimidating at first. It's uh, a lot of changes to my day-to-day role as well. Like being a bartender at Dippling Club, you're basically not knocking out the prep, doing a lot of uh, batching of the cocktails, doing a lot of the pastry work for the garnishes. And being the bar manager now, it's totally different role, uh, obviously, because I'm doing a lot more planning, a lot more organization, a lot more for management per se. Like getting my team to do the grunt work and then me, I'm just doing the, the bigger moves for the bar. And it does feel empowering. To have the kind of authority to make the changes here and there and rebuilding the new bar team so got chris and Amar. they are both pretty new to the team to Tipling club as well just under three months for both of them and yeah so far it's so good we had a successful whiskey dinner last month the first one i organized and there's plenty more on the way as well uh, being in a leadership role to be honest comes quite naturally to me i've been honored to be appointed in leadership positions throughout my school life especially within the ccas so to answer your question i'm enjoying it very much
0: Yeah, of course, this leadership comes nationally to you. A born leader, a legend is Arathon Gray. What do you plan to do differently as the head bartender? Of course, big shoes to fill, taking over from Andy, the former head bartender. But what do you have planned for the future?
1: Definitely working on networking and building relationships within the industry. I feel like we've been under the radar for quite some time, although it didn't really affect business. So right now I'm planning guest shifts, uh, visiting other guest shifts at other bars, and generally showing support where I can. Plus uh, you never know who you meet, never know what kind of business it will bring to you, what kind of uh, opportunities that may, that may come as well. So the COVID pandemic as well, is like brought in a new market of locals to Tipling Club for food and drinks. People can't travel it's just exploring the city. And then a lot of people do walk in after most likely Japanese or Korean food, long tangjapaga. So we do have the occasional first timers that's never heard of us or seen us, or yeah, it's the first time there. So it's great where I can work my hospitality magic and make them come back and enjoy the drinks again. I guess it's slightly easier that we are in prom location because we do get a, a lot of walk-ins here and there. Definitely building another market for local regulars which is something I feel like it's not very strong there. So I'm working for that.
0: Yeah, now the travel is, of course, opened up to basically pre-pandemic levels. It makes your life easier because there's this influx of tourists, but also you have your regulars who live here, who, of course, want to go by and have a drink or three at Tipling Club. Never a bad idea, whichever day it is. You know, before I let you go, if someone told you when you joined Tipling Club that you would be head bartender within two years, how would you have reacted to them?
1: (laughs) Wow. I would have never believed that person. A tipping club is such a a leader in terms of food and cocktails that to even consider that I can be in a position would be quite ludicrous. (laughs) And then again, here I am at the helm, right? I've worked really hard over the last two years, not ever expecting that this is what I've ended up doing. I'm just very grateful for Chef Ryan for trusting me and believing in me and the support from my guests and, of course, the staff as well and friends who have been very encouraging as
0: well. Yes, we can't wait to see what you do at Tipling Club. Of course, very new in the role, but already getting to grips with it. We've been in conversation with Arathon Gray. He is head bartender at Tipling Club, voted number 27 on Asia's 50 Best Bars for 2022. An establishment that continues to pair its award-winning cuisine with world-class cocktails, pushing the extremes of ingredients and textures to create an ever-evolving dining experience. Thank you so much for your time. Have a great rest of the day, and I can't wait to see what you do during your time as headbutt. Thank Taylor. you,
1: Adrian. We appreciate it. And yeah, see you soon.
0: To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.